Hey guys and gals, it's Brooke from Wedding Confessionals. I'm coming in early to let you know that this is kind of a weird episode. What ended up happening was the interview portion of the podcast went a little long, but it's really, really entertaining. So what we ended up doing is splitting it up into two parts. So what you're going to hear today is part one of our uh, podcast with our guest, Michael Borett. And then part two will be next week where we'll get into the confessionals. So um, stick around, listen to a really fun interview. And then at the end, Pam and I are going to pop back in to give you bridal breaks for this week just because we didn't want to leave you hanging. So uh, enjoy the pod. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's wedding confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. Pamela. Yes. I don't want to talk shit about weddings yet. Okay. I want to talk about the traumatic experience I had today. What happened? At the dentist. Oh, Lord. First of all, let's bring in our guest just so you can have opinions. We'll do the real intro afterwards. Hey, Michael. Hello. I have um, lots of opinions. <laughs> this is my friend, Michael. He has opinions. On is everything. That, is that your business card? Pretty much. <laughs> so um, I go to the dentist. First of all, this is just everyone should know this about me. It's really opening up to the podcast. I have like genetically fucking terrible teeth. If you see Instagram and whatever and pictures of us, I look like I have this like winning smile. First of all, as we discussed in the previous podcast, I went through years and years of dental work of like braces and retainers, like way too long. That ended up with me not getting glamour shots. Check in with episode 16, I think to hear They'll more about coming. that. Um, but uh, so I don't have really like I have issues with like my enamel. So I don't go to the dentist twice a year. I go to the dentist three times a year because it's so bad. Wow. Oh my goodness. It sucks. So and on top of it, I f- I'm scared of going to the dentist, but I know it's stupid to be scared to go to the dentist. So I'm sitting in the chair dealing with my own phobia like an adult and trying not to show it. I've been told by multiple dentists that I obviously am in pain or something because I'm like freaking hey, out like my face. Oh God. Yeah, no, it's not good. So anyway, for starters, one of the best things at the dentist when they take your x-rays is they put that big blanket over you. Mm-hmm. Which, like the autistic kids sleep. No, with. the x-ray blanket. I know, but like, yes. you know, you swaddle like. I was just about to say it felt like a thunder shirt that you put on a dog. It yes. Felt yes. So That's exactly wonderful. what it is. Yes. Can I buy? I mean, it's full of lead, but. Can I buy one to sleep with? Yes, you can. You just mentioned, like, I wanted to start Googling this because I was like, this is calming. I should wear this on planes. Yes, it helps. It helps I don't know if you can get past planes if it has lead issues. in it. No, the, the ones that they make for, for kids and people who have issues sleeping and want to feel comforted by the weight of something on yes. them are not filled with lead, I don't think. I hope. Can, well, I'm going to find links <laughs> and put it in the show notes because I'm fascinated by this because as I was laying there, I realized how soothed I was. And then when they took it away, I got like really sad. Did you <laughs> ask for it back? I did go, could I keep wearing that? I'm kind of cold because I don't want to be like, because I'm freaking out. And they were like, no, because you'll get like dental, like all the junk that while, while you're cleaning your teeth on it. And we're like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, that, ma- that makes sense. Like it was this awkward I love the fact that it's you amazing. go to the dentist three times a year and yet you're still terrified. <laughs> so terrifying. I get all sweaty. It's really weird. I'm I impressed like that you go. Pump myself. Oh, I didn't go for a couple years. It led to more dental work and I was like never doing that again. So learned my lesson and now I go three times a year. So anyway, so I had this dental technician who is a very quiet speaker and also liked to use that the the air sucker thing that the sounds are just terrible right but he's using that thing when he kept hooking it in my mouth but yes. then quietly telling me instructions of what to do to help him but it which just you couldn't sounds hear like, over the sound of and i'm just and i want to keep my eyes closed but i have to now open them to read his i mean not mouth because he has a mask on but like his face or like gestures or something so i'm like this is the fucking i mean he's a nice guy he's clearly like good at his job or whatever so Oh, oh, do you know this about Pam? She makes, sorry, we paused because Pam was going to sneeze. I forgot that Pam has the smallest and cutest sneezes in the world. I, I just held them in. It literally I is did like. did not hear a single thing. Little, I'm going I'm to impersonate Pam's sneeze. Do you? <laughs> 
And then she like quietly pinches her nose and I want to punch her in the face. Because when I sneeze, it's like snot everywhere. It's like... Oh, and the entire world hears when I sneeze. Right. I like rattle neighbors, my chest. Neighbors like come I by to see if I'm okay. pull a back muscle. And oh, she's I've like, done that many times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking Pam. I just want to get everything out. She's though. so cute. It's annoying. Oh anyway, um, back to my dental. Stop pulling focus. <laughs> so... You know the end where they put all the like crazy gunk. They're like, kind of like the some, using some sort of I don't use almost said blender. What's the the shh thing that they use? Like the water pick? No, it's like to put on like is it fluoride or the shoe? Oh, the almost fluoride like the shoe polish. The, oh yeah, like the yeah. actual like, polish. Like, the one that yes. like tickles your gums. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they're buffering mm-hmm. your fucking yeah. mouth. It's yeah. what so they're doing. Yeah, and so he's blasting the hell out of my my mouth, and it's like it is what it is. But he's got so much shit on it, and afterwards, you know, they're supposed to take that water. And just like clean everything off. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. So he's doing that part, but he just kind of half does it. And then it's just like, okay. And this is when I'm, again, I'm trying to listen to what he has to say. And he pulls out the noisy thing so I can hear him. He says, I'm going to fill your mouth full of water. Cause he didn't really spray it very much. He goes, I want to fill your mouth full of water. You're going to swish around. Then I'm going to put this thing back in it and suck, all suck the it water up. Out. And right. it was like, his plan to like help get the gunk out like phase one. And I'm like, I am in. So he, um, <laughs> he puts all this water in my mouth and, and then he pulls the water thing out and it's so much water and he's like all right swish <laughs> trying really hard to swish but he's got me like at max capacity so there's, so not there's much no room. room and i'm really focusing on doing this well because i want to achieve it everything in life and then he <laughs> accidentally with the hand with the sucker part hits my cheek and <laughs> it sprayed all of the gunky water I, my mouth becomes like a fucking fountain. It's like the Bellagio. <laughs> Please tell me you got him. No, it like, or did you just get no, yourself? No, I had on those those snazzy goggles. So the goggles went, because they put goggles on me. It's like they knew this was going to happen. So I have on these I little... I have never had goggles at the dentist. Had, no. That's not a this normal dentist thing. Puts on, what? It's, it's not even like real goggles. It's like those glasses you put on in like science class, like sort of like glassy, like sports sunglasses is it but just clear to keep spit out of your eyes i think it's just from like using the stuff to keep go- i don't fucking know man but they put them they give me well i guess they, they like give me a lead blanket the... and then they give me goggles and i was like oh just whatever just i think give it's me all this. in your chart they're You're, like put the just special cover stuff her on up this one with everything so yes now she's gonna I'm... freak out <laughs> like give me a teddy bear <laughs> pretty much so then the i have sprayed this like saliva and like chunky bits all over my face. Chunky bits is just the, and, the best sounding and like phrase. Down my yes. neck. And now I'm noticing like I'm really sweating. And I'm like, oh God, like give me out of this situation. So now this like awkward man is trying to like dab Clean my you. face. <laughs> and now he's given up on doing a real spray down of the shit in my teeth because this is become Because you've just spit a on thing. Right. It's yes. like chaotic and crazy in there. So he's just like, all right, maybe just get up and use the sink. And I'm like, okay. I get up, my face is like covered in bits. <laughs> was it red at least? Like, is it, it was, was it like the a red white dye? chunky. It just oh. looked like my face was peeling. But here's the crazy part. I realized that. Wait, that part, wait, I like the fact is, that this is the crazy I know, right? part. Yes. Everything okay, I'm that glad came that before. That not, everything that came yes, before was entirely normal. Normal. It so, happens to everybody at the dentist. Don't yes. worry, folks. You're just gonna spit all over everybody. This is the crazy totally part. Totally okay. How did things get weird? So, remember I said I thought I was getting really sweaty? No. A big portion of the water had gone down my neck, through my shoulder, and it, like, soaked my back. (laughs) It's like this chalky, wet residue going down my back. Did you do this before work, or did you leave work? I had to go back to work. With the chocolate mess? Well, this is what happened. At that point, because the room's not really like a private room. It's like section off quarters, you know, for your dental experience. But I tried to use the little mirror there to like, but I wanted to get the fuck out of there at this point. I'm just like, this is awful. This guy feels terrible and is watching me as I'm like, <laughs> like kind of dabbing myself. And also he gives me, he doesn't give me like a Kleenex to wipe off with. He gives me like gauze. <laughs> well, like, what? That's what they have. That's what the fuck he's just doing this like two by two inch towel. piece of gauze. He's like, maybe get some water on this. 
Oh dear. <laughs> oh wow. So anyway, I end up like getting it somewhat, and then I check in with the girls who thankfully were. I don't know if they knew something had gone wrong. She was like, "We'll just call you to get your next appointment." Because usually we go through the rigmarole of like, "What date works Standing for you?" Yeah, as if you have big plans four months later, like locked in. I was like, uh, and they're like, "We'll just call you." And I was like, "I think they literally gave them the heads up that like this is gone Let wrong." They go. actually yes. have contacted another dentist who's going to be in touch with you because they do not <laughs> want you coming back. I'm really polite. Um, you so got then fired by I your get into the today. car and I have like. Those like moist wet naps or whatever, like those, like you know, like I keep baby them wipes. in my car, kind of yeah, basically baby wipes. I keep in my car for chaotic things as they happen in life. Thank God, and I basically had to like wash my face in my car. And here's the best part: there was still so much chunky stuff in my teeth. I had to like floss my teeth in my car. What? It was a disaster. I like that he the phrase "chunky stuff" just keeps coming up. <laughs> chunky stuff. <laughs> Welcome is to it ch- the theme of this podcast? Welcome, chunky yes. stuff? Welcome to title. Chunky Talk with Broken <laughs> I would have signed up so much faster if that's what this was about. Hit subscribe. <laughs> We're going to talk chunks. <laughs> chunky chunk. I'm in. Oh my God. So anyway, that's my mind space. So if I feel distracted, that is clearly why. There, it's because Perfect. there's still stuff in your teeth. I mean, honestly, and probably my eyeball. Who knows? Maybe it's a good it's exfoliant. Fine. That's what I was trying to tell myself. Yeah, it, sounds, it could be. It sounds, it definitely you could know, be. So I gritty. think that, that counts as the intro section of this episode, huh, Pam? It, yes, we're here. We're in it. <laughs> um, uh, Pippa, wanna... Pippa Middleton update. Yes. That fucking book still hasn't arrived. Still? And I got fun things from Amazon today. And I saw an Amazon package and I got super excited thinking it was the damn Pippa Middleton book. And it wasn't. So guys, I still don't have a firm grasp on this big book that I've already criticized, but just you wait. It's We're talking coming. about Michael, just to fill you in. Pippa Middleton, you know she had a book. I work in publishing. Right. So you're I, aware. I have to know about Pippa Middleton and her, her books. Oh, That's, this is not true. Here, at all. we're gonna go backwards. But I actually do know about that I, book. Her, well, and her. I mean, she's amazing. Pippa Middleton's okay. I, I want to grow up to be have Pippa you, Middleton. Pippa? Have you read the all book? Right. No. The book was like kind of universally panned and I mocked it on the podcast and then on one of my friends who's kind of like hardcore Martha Stewart like she knows this stuff was like that book was good and I use it all the time well it's an entertaining book right yeah but apparently it was criticized for being very boring and obvious Mm. and my friend said I mean you need to give it a chance so I bought it used on Amazon because it's not available new well, it's also, I don't think it was ever published here. I think it was just published in the UK. No, it was published here. It was. Yeah. My friend bought it. Well, you can buy UK oh, books yeah. here. They import them. You know what? I'm going to double check that. Now I'm going to look into it. I don't know who the audience would really be here. It's not like anyone here is like, oh, entertaining with Pippa Middleton. Let's do it. Yeah. But she was like, for a, she had a moment internationally. She was at the wedding and everyone noticed her. Right. But I mean, you know her name still. <laughs> oh, she's gorgeous. Oh, God. That dress go on and on. Yes. Um, let's now. Speaking of weddings. Speaking of weddings, speaking. let's introduce our guest. We, Michael Borrett is our <laughs> friend. He's also, as he mentioned, uh, works in publishing. He's a literary agent. And as he uh, happily told me, he has opinions about everything and is excited. Literally everything. To dive into this. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. I, I like to debate with you. I like to get your hot takes because at times they are legit hot takes. They, they often are. They're at- <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fun. Sizzling. Yeah. Um, so um, on the podcast, what we like to do with our guests at the beginning is just kind of introduce them to our listeners and find a little bit about your history with weddings. Um, going all the way back to when you're just a little bitty thing. Do you remember or know the first wedding you ever went to? I don't really remember the first wedding I ever went to. I have to say that weddings have not made a huge impact on me in my life. Um, um, you can leave right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I love weddings. They're my favorite thing. Nothing has had a larger impact on my life. You may stay. There we go. No, I, I really, I don't remember the first wedding I went to. Uh, I mean, I remember going to weddings as a kid, but not as like a little, little kid, like more like 10 Teen. to 13 mm-hmm. kind of thing. So your parents... I like to go and i i really like dancing as a child so I like you said that as if you as don't like child, dancing yeah. as an adult not into I, I don't like it i mean i still like it but i don't like it in the same way that it did i i danced very freely at the age of 12 
now I'm slightly more controlled. We should all dance like we're 12. <laughs> everyone should dance like they're 12. <laughs> and everyone should run like Phoebe on Friends, right? Oh, my God. Yes. Actually, I think you're going to throw out your back if you run like Phoebe on Friends. I worry. <laughs> <laughs> I watch. I once did that as a joke and like kind of hurt my shoulder. You, you, oh, my god! You have to move freely, not flail. Like, yeah, you know, I flailed hard. Yeah, don't flail. Yeah, I learned the hard way. It's fine. I repaired. So um, <laughs> did you go to a lot of weddings as a kid? I think I went to a like, normal number of weddings as a kid, like a couple a year probably. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I think I don't really again I, for some reason I don't really remember I just I remember it, dancing at weddings and I like you know with the that the dance floor that they always put out sure you know with those tiles those like fake yep. wood tiles that fake they put together tiles, whatever yeah. um and finding that a really exciting thing especially like wearing you know um like wearing dress shoes that oh, like slide. slippery dress yeah. shoes oh yeah. yeah you could do lots of moves with that yeah you can <laughs> I think That's I just amazing. need a pair of slippery dress shoes that I can bring to the Abbey and I'll be all set. You know what? I'm going to take you up on that. I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> we're done. After this, grab yeah, straight happening. to the Abbey. Yeah, we're going right tonight. It's always happening on Wednesday nights. Is it? No. Every night. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Don't they, do there they might have, be bridal showers there on, do they on have a Wednesday t- night. Do they have a TV show now, the Abbey? They do. Yes. A reality show? I have show? not watched it. And the funny they thing do. is, I, my understanding is that they've like degayed the Abbey for what? the reality show. Just what? to back it up and to get our listeners involved because we're talking oh, very wait. deep uh, LA. All, of, all of the listeners don't know the Abbey in Los Angeles? Well, it's like, you know. It was, it was originally a gay bar in Los Angeles that sort of became not quite as gay over time. And it, it actually speaking of weddings became very controversial because women would go and have bachelor parties there even though it was really a like bar that. for gay men yeah. um and it became very unpopular and they actually banned them from the abbey because the patrons were complaining that they were treating gay men like zoo animals well that was part of it but also at the time gay marriage wasn't legal oh that's so so it was especially like you know poking yeah. people in the eye yeah, yeah. Uh, so they banned them uh and now they actually have them again at the Abbey because the Abbey bought the space next door and turned it into the chapel, which is not allowed to have bachelorette parties. So the chapel is where you go if you want to just really if, chill? If you're actually gay. So the, so the idea okay. is that the Abbey, because it became so popular, um, more people wanted to go that were straight. More importantly, girls. Yes. I mean, yeah, straight women love going to gay bars because they don't get hit on. And yeah, they, they can dance. And they feel safe. But then it's also like... Get out of our space. Kind of. Oh, I'm a homosexual, by the way. Hi, this is Michael. <laughs> yes. He's a homosexual. Yeah. yeah, but the Abbey, just so people know, apparently is now a TV show. I'm going to link it too, apparently. I heard it was a TV it show. Is. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. I'm is acting all lofty. I thought they were still filming it. Are they still filming? I don't know. We'll look it up. Yeah. I mean, I act Maybe like... I'm just hearing rumors. I'm not bougie about watching it. I mean, I fucking religiously watch Vanderpump Rules like it's my job. Oh, Brooke. <gasps> my Brooke. God. No. It's... God, here's no. the best part. Mm-mm. Tristan, my husband, mm-hmm. he used to like ridicule me. And then he would do the thing where he would walk past me as I'm watching it and stop and stand and watch a scene and then walk away. And then it became, well, while you're watching it, I'm just going to sit down and like eat my lunch. And then it was, you're watching it without me. And now <gasps> he's a legit fan. Now, now does he watch it without you? I mean, if he did, probably. he's probably binging it while you're not right home. Now. It's just like Vanderbump, Vanderbump. He's never seen <laughs> season one or two, which blows my mind because it's so good. Yeah, but he totally has. He just is lying about it. He's gone back and rewatched every rewatched episode. that without me. I mean, it's not surprising. You know how much I love the Jersey Shore. Like, of course I love. Yeah, Vanderbump but Jersey Rules. Shore is different. It's it and is, it's coming back. It I know. is and it but isn't. We, it, wait, what? What? It is and it isn't. There's a lot of similarities. That's why I like both of them. Mm. because the the thing that they have in common mm. is like the the young people and just being stupid and just like the things that you find important when you're i mean that being said vanderpump rules these people are almost 30 now but they're mentally stuck in being 22 years old and it's just there's something fascinating about like what's important then and what's important now it's fine i love these shows we don't have to do this here this is wedding confessionals <laughs> That's a different podcast. I know, Pam's like checked out completely. She's like, you losers watching. You- I, 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 I don't watch Vanderpump Rules. Would you watch Jersey Shore? 
Yeah, 10 years ago, whenever that was. Would you watch ago? the reunion? Of course I would. <laughs> I really need to know what Sammy Sweetheart is up to. Oh, God, don't we all? Yeah. Um, so she has a podcast. Of course she does. I know, right? Um, so we'll plug that too, apparently, in the show notes. <laughs> God damn it. It's I like know. the Jessica episode. It is. It took me an hour Starting. to write show notes. We talked about so many things. It Back is. to weddings, though. Back to weddings. How many weddings have you been in? Like as an adult, have you ever been like a, like a groomsman or a best man? No, I have not. The closest I've gotten is usher. What is an what usher? Is the job? Yes. An what usher you... seats people at a wedding. And is that, is that like, you know, <laughs> that's like, like the this is what like you didn't yeah, make pretty, it as a groomsman. So in, you get in this case, I was, I was friends with the bride okay. and so, and she wanted a friend of mine of ours and and me to be involved in the wedding but you couldn't make us be groomsmen because we didn't know the groom at all are ushers necessary no no Pam? not at all i i escorted a couple of um old women to their seats mm-hmm. the grandmas yep yeah but that was really it everyone else like totally ignored me even when i was trying to help they probably there's no way to know you know what i mean just look like an overexcited guest <laughs> Well, I remember as a, as a child there being ushers, but when I think about the weddings that I've been to in the past 20 years now, no ushers. This was something that was done a while ago that has kind of gone away. How long ago I mean, did you do that? I mean, this wedding was 15 years ago. There we go. Yeah. I wonder I if it's also like bigger weddings where people are just trying to find This wasn't slots. even that big of a wedding. It was oh. just our friend trying to be nice. And oh, being that's like, I want you to be sweet, part of though. It. it was. So, you know, we got listed in the program. Which is the important thing, At least thing, you didn't right? have to like be in charge of the guest book. That's one of the worst jobs, I think. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. That's a no. job? It is. Well, making sure that people actually sign it because nobody, nobody wants to nobody do it. Nobody signs it. Yes. Exactly. No. <laughs> I, did, I did go to a wedding. Was that last year? I guess it was last year where the guest book was this really awesome thing where it was a, a tree and everyone added their thumbprint as like a leaf on the tree. And it was gorgeous and fun and a really great way to do that and have everybody like do their thumbprint and then sign, sign it. And because it was interactive. Steal your identity. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately where my psycho brain went was like giving up your thumbprint. That sounds kind of risky. <laughs> and your okay. signature. Go it on. wasn't a signature. It, it was, was like, like mother's no, maiden your name. name. <laughs> yeah. Also, Birthday. Then we had to also write down our social security number, which I thought was weird, but. It was their special you day. It was their okay. special you day. Say right? no to the bride. You can't say no to the bride. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That is a day to scam everyone. When you're a bride, yeah, no, no one says no. no. You're like, I need your last four in your social right now. <laughs> I, I probably would have said okay. I, I would have said yeah. I would have said yeah immediately. Most brides terrify me. <laughs> As they should. Yes. Yeah. Was I a scary bride? You were at my wedding. You actually weren't that scary. Mm. That's good. I remember having a scary moment with you, but we'll get to that later. Okay, good. Um, actually, it might even come up in another episode. Oh, wow. It has to do with Tristan and him screwing up on our wedding day. We haven't oh. told that story yet because there's so many mishaps of our wedding. We've only told the mishap of how he proposed to me by not being able to fit the ring over my finger and then calling me Fat Hands McGee. Fat Hands McGee. Oh, I love you episode, too, honey. Episode 16. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh specifically diving into your wedding yes um you were there we need to but we well, need let's to, let's go back yeah let's go back to uh, the go back how far back proposal can't get go to the wedding we need the proposal let's go even further even back further to back. your political leanings My as political we discussed oh. before you got engaged yeah. i don't actually believe in marriage yeah. But I'm married. How does that work? Yeah. Um, so when my husband and I got together, uh, which at this point was 17 years ago. Where did you meet? We met at NYU. Oh, you just in school? You meet classes yeah. together? No. Uh, we met, I was uh, an RA the summer after my senior year to get free housing still. You can do that? Yeah. Well, they huh. need summer RAs and sure. they need people who have experience. So, you know, there's a limited yeah. pool and other people like want to move other places and do other things but i was still in the city so it made sense for me it was actually i, I had so much money that summer because i was interning and making ten dollars an hour and i was living for free you know i had room and board paid That's for so i just had s- all this like spending money which i should have been saving, saving for when i 
was not living in that situation anymore. <laughs> I like you didn't anymore. just call it money. You called it spending, spending money. Spending money. Oh, it was totally <laughs> It was all spending money. And most of it was spent at the Dewdrop Inn on Long Island Ice Teas. But that, those are stories for another time. Long Island Ice Teas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Because they you worked quick. far. Oh, I, I know. I, yeah, now you're like yeah. such a bougie cocktail like snob. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's true. Sorry. So anyway, so. Oh, so we met. Uh, we were introduced by a friend uh, and we did not hit it off immediately. I had a boyfriend at the time, first of all. Okay. Uh, and second of all, I he was wearing Birkenstocks, which <laughs> for me was a big no, no. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. I mean, it still is. <laughs> so what made you so, change your mind? Uh, what wound up happening is, so we were introduced by the graduate assistant in the dorm who had gone to high school with Miguel and um, who was not Miguel's my, his husband, my husband, Miguel, and who uh, was not really my boss, but was sort of like a supervisor and she had the only room with an air conditioner in it. Wow. It was a very hot summer in New York. And so being in my room, like I would walk into my room and immediately just be drenched in sweat. Did you oh. have a shower in your room or did you have to use a group shower? No, no, no. It was NYU. We all had our own bathrooms, please. I know. <laughs> I, I went there please. too. No. <laughs> Go yeah. Violets. It was a very fancy place. Uh, no air conditioning. No air conditioning. But we have but our own bathrooms. Yes. Hey, look, it was 1990. Wait, what year was it? No, 2000. This was 2000. Yeah. Um, but what happened was we would watch Survivor in her dorm room. Um, because it was the first season of Survivor, Richard Hatch, all of that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Rat. she would have a bunch of us over, which we were all willing to hang out there because it was air conditioned and none of us had air conditioning. Would yes. you be a fan of Survivor if there was no air conditioning? You, you know, it's it, it's a question of whether or not Miguel and I would be married <gasps> if her room had not had air conditioning. Wow. Uh, because I, I was seeing somebody else. Um, so I wasn't interested and I, he wasn't all that impressed by me either, frankly. Uh <laughs> True love. I We're love not this. each other's types at all. Um, but we started hanging <laughs> out. And what, what would happen is I would go down with him so that he could smoke a cigarette. Uh, and we would like hang out and talk. And I started walking him like to the corner. And then it was like walking two blocks and then three blocks and then like halfway to his apartment. Scandalous. And While with another guy, you were still dating another boy. Nothing, nothing happened. Right. We were just walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we developed a friendship. Yeah, and you got to know uh, him. Developed a mutual attraction, and you then eventually dumped that loser. Started, well, yeah, Miguel made me. Well, wow. he wasn't like I, I was a bit. That's of a, nice though. He's kind of like, listen, if we're gonna do this, you yeah, yeah, like, you we're gonna do it, it right. Do it right. Yeah. yeah. And look, you get did rid it of the right. other guy first. I did. Wow. I did. He's Aww. a wonderful person. Oh, like, I, I take back loser. That was mean. Yeah. It was just, you know, I'm team Miguel. <laughs> this scenario. I, mean, I, I pretty much am too. <laughs> <laughs> so you're jumping ahead. Yeah. Um, so then, then, then we were together for a really long time. Yeah. And, but you you're know, political together, blah, 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 blah. And get me to that. So, yeah, I don't really believe in the institution of marriage. It's about owning other people. It's about property. You know, this is something that started as a way for men to own women. You know, women were men's property. Obviously, things have changed since then, but I do still think there's a certain amount of ownership in the relationship and that two people own each other. And I think the idea of people even owning each other's love is a really unappealing idea. So why did you get married? Yeah. So is the word insurance? The the word is benefits. Okay. Yeah. Um, And also social standing right like there's a difference between telling somebody that this person is your boyfriend and telling them that this person is your husband i didn't really have because i don't have any political interest in marriage and no romantic interest in marriage it wasn't something that we had really planned on doing but when gay marriage became legal we felt like it was something that we needed to do before gay marriage was legal did you think it should be legal though Yes. But you wanted it to be... We had this whole discussion once about the idea of being like unions. I, yeah, I think that people like should be able... marriage should be religion, but unions, right? I think people should be able to determine their own family structures. Yeah. And that the government should support the family structures that people want to set up for themselves. Yeah. Whether that's two people who want to be in a committed, loving relationship and decide to 
you know, be married. Right. Or if it's two elderly people who want to combine their resources and live together and have no romantic relationship. Or if it's three people who are in a relationship with one another and want to live together. The fact that we keep clinging to this very old notion that doesn't really have any practical bearing on our lives anymore, I think is really interesting. Yeah. It's no, it's interesting that it becomes like a tax thing. It's very, that's where the government gets involved where it's like, you know, like if Pam and I, you know, in another scenario, we're like, we're best friends. This is my life companion. I don't want to bone her, but in order for us to like build a life and live together, whatever, we probably fake a dumb marriage just to like get the tax benefit. Absolutely. And you know, we, we, you know, the Greeks had different kinds of love, right? They had names for, you know, friendship and for passion and, you know, for, for other kinds of love. And we have this idea that there's one kind, we have one word for it. We just call it love yeah. and it's considered, you know, this romantic thing. Like that's, that's the ideal of love somehow. Yeah. Um, but there's that, so that's many the way we build our, now. our I mean, relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, I would say like, oh my God, I love you. Or like, you know, Pam right. loves her daughter. Right. But there's that word love when you think of like Valentine's Day and love right. and your the true and love. The, yeah. Yeah. So you have this thought, yet somehow we ended with a conversation that ended with you guys getting married. Yeah. So we when when gay marriage became legal in California after the Supreme Court uh, overturned the Prop 8 uh, debacle. Um, I think we politically want to call it a shit show. Shit show. Sure. Yes, that's the official word. Yes. I'm married to a it lawyer, a so I know show. these things. Right. <laughs> official words. Um, after that happened, we decided to get married because it would uh, it would mean different benefits for us here in California. We had been registered as domestic partners so that I could get on Miguel's insurance. Um, but the problem was that that was going to run out because as soon as marriage became legal, all of the companies changed it from supporting domestic partners which they were only doing to make sure that they didn't exclude gays and lesbians. Got it. To marriage. Marriage. And you so, had like a, what, like a six month window to figure it I, out? I think it was a lot longer than that, but we just figured we'd get it out of the way. Plus there were sure. other things that came along with being married, you know, spousal um, visitation in the hospital and stuff like right. that. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then, that's really, when you think about politically, I think what people were fighting for. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's something property like, and... But there's something like 1,400 federal like benefits to being married or something. I don't remember what the number is, but you know, there was something to be fighting for. You know, if I were the one leading the fight, I probably would have been fighting to abolish marriage as a state institution and that would take care of it too. But you know, people approach (laughs) things from different directions. You take a win how you can. (laughs) That's right. So then we went and got married. Uh, And it was funny because we decided to get married and we had a plan for when we were going to get married and uh, about, I guess it was two weeks before that we were in New York, which is where my husband and I met. And uh, we were staying with his brother and he went to see a movie with his brother in the morning. I was like, why don't you meet me at Father Demo Square and we'll get bagels? And there was this bagel place there, Bagels on the Square, where we had had like not our first date because nothing had happened between us. But we like spent the whole night together and, and like slept in my room and then got up and went and got bagels in the morning. So it was like a significant part of Moment. our relationship. Yeah. Like it's, it's a place that it was yeah. a place that meant something. Yeah. And we were living out here in L.A. now. So we were visiting New York and I didn't think it was all that weird. I was like, OK, I'll, I'll show up there. You clearly like the bagels you went there to begin with. Yeah, they're really not very good bagels. <gasps> What? Oh. What a waste of carbs. I mean, they're fine. They're fine. I shouldn't say bad things about it. Should I Actually, still the link bagels them? Are, the bagels are fine. I don't like I'm going to look for the Yelp. Cheese. You don't like their cream cheese? Like their cream cheese. Is it whipped? Maybe we should cut Is this it... part out. I feel bad now. No, it's okay. It's an important part of our relationship. No, I no, but Does you know Miguel what it is? Knows? It's the personal yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not I mean like yeah. the 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 place is what matters, not the bagels. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we yes. went for bagels and it was the really funny. The place is what matters, not the bagels. Yeah. Maybe the title of this episode. <laughs> Keep going. So so we went, we got bagels and like he was acting really, really fucking weird. Um, You're and like, like, is he low carb right now? Well, I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, did something happen in the movie? Did he get a fight with his brother? Like something's going was on. Was his brother with you or just the no, two no, no, no. It was okay. just the he two of us. Okay. Um, and so we picked up bagels and like we were sitting there. We should have been eating our bagels, but Miguel was like not eating. 
It's like, what is Which going? is very rare. Very rare. Yes. <laughs> I mean, normally he would have housed the bagel and like we would have been gone already. And tried to like eat so, yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like, it was a little bit weird. Right yeah, I was like, yeah. something's wrong. And then so he pulled out a box and a card from his coat or something. I don't even remember. Maybe he had a bag with him. What um, time of year was it? Uh, this was January, but it was actually a really nice January. It was a nice January day. It was quite warm. Um, and inside, inside was a really lovely note that he had written to me. Um, do you still have the card? Of course. I'm sorry. We, we've had this. Yes. This is not an, an of course. No, No. there have been other people in the past that have lost the things. The notes. Was it one of you? No. No. Oh, okay. Good. Shout out to Clay and Kristen. We, we save everything. Oh, really? Yeah, we're savers. Oh, it's that's cute. romantic and no, sentimental. No. So you try order. to come across as it's like cold order. and calculated <laughs> and you're a little teddy bear. Oh, I love everybody. <laughs> that's not true. I can't stand anyone. Uh, but I, I do love my husband who is wonderful. So yeah. he, he had written this very lovely letter in which he asked me to marry him. And I started sobbing immediately. I mean, Aww. like, just like complete waterworks like anyone watching must have been like what's wrong which made him he's start sobbing like <laughs> i mean then Aww. he's like hysterical and then he had bought me this really beautiful antique launching watch that he had inscribed with our initials m m on the back in the year um which made me cry even more so there That's are there are so pictures of the sweet. day and i'm like i, I just like even like an hour later you can just see that i'm like swollen in red face <laughs> from crying <laughs> It was what very did, sweet. Oh, it's so sweet. It was did very, his very brother sweet. knew that he was going to do that? No. No wow. one knew. No one. Oh. No, I mean, we had already told people we were getting married. So, like, th- the proposal was not a necessary component to, to making this happen. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. It's so good. It was very sweet. Um, I want to jump forward to um, the actual wedding. Yeah, it was, which, it was three weeks later. So, yeah. It was not much of a jump forward. Which I... I'm going to be honest with the listeners here. I was technically at that wedding, but let me tell you guys, I basically bulldozed my way into that day. <laughs> this is entirely <laughs> true. Entirely true. So uh, we had decided to get we, married and we hadn't told people. Like it wasn't something that we had told anyone. Um, and so after Miguel proposed that that day in New York, we told his brother, um, his older brother and his his brother was like i'm i'm coming he was like i don't care because the whole thing is we're going to get married at the courthouse just you know get our paperwork done and go yeah Mm -hmm. um and his brother was like i'm going to be there i'm going to be your witness and i was like okay if you want to fly out and do that like we're not going to stop you so then we we wanted to tell like certain friends before we actually did it because we didn't want people to find out we got married after the fact we thought that that was really mean and brooke and tristan are dear friends of ours and and I mean, we'd known each other for a really long time. So we went out to dinner um, to that place in the valley. We were at a place that doesn't exist anymore. It closed, right? Yeah, oh. it was a Spanish tapas bar yes. in, in North Hollywood. Yes, indeed. Um, near your old place. Yeah. And um, I don't need to yelp or shout out to it because it doesn't no, exist it's, anymore. No, it's gone. Uh, and we told them, we were like, you know, we're, we're going to be getting married like next week. Do you remember... My no, it was like we saw you guys on like a Sunday night. It was something like kind of a weird, like it was like a Sunday night or something. And you were casually like, "Yo, like we're getting married next Friday." We weren't being casual. We just, I mean, it was not the first topic you brought up at dinner. No, it was not. It was sort of like, "Oh, are we leaving now?" By the way, we're getting married next Friday. We were like in entrees. Like we weren't even in appetizers. (laughs) We were in entrees. We have a way of burying the lead. And you guys just slipped it in. <laughs> BT Dubs getting married on Friday. Do you remember my response? <laughs> I started crying <laughs> at the table. Aww. Brooke was a little bit excited. Brooke. I mean, granted, at this point, I'm like, two margaritas in. That helps. I don't know it's margaritas. Definitely like some sort of tropical-ish drink. I don't remember what it was. A Spanish tapas bar. Sangria. 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 Yeah. And I remember like, uncon- I was like uncontrollably, not like sobbing, but like I was just crying. I didn't expect to have that reaction to that news. And of course, my husband, the robot was like, well, very good. And like shook hands like a fucking yeah, gentleman. It was, it was very official. And I'm like, I'm coming. It wasn't yeah. even like, I didn't even wait to be asked. Because they not clearly at all. 
Not, we're, not even slightly. We're no. not asking for people to come. They already no. mentioned, oh, you know, Miguel's brother's coming out, but like whatever, and it's blah blah blah. I just want you guys to know. And I was like, so what time and where is it? And I'm coming. Which, by the way, was like the sweetest thing, and we were really, really touched and moved and so excited I don't care that they if were you coming. Were annoyed. I was just going to come. But we, I, to be clear, Whether we like weren't or... annoyed in any way. We were very excited <laughs> by it, and, and and we're very pleased that you guys were coming. So I we didn't want to. The other thing is, we we're getting married on a Friday in the middle of the day, so we didn't want to ask anybody to be there. I'm oh, making she just a, make face. a face. Oh yeah, yeah. that she was just a, made a face. These two gentlemen flew to Bumblefuck, Maine. For my wedding, like I can't take a half day off work to and, go to Beverly Hills. And the weekend after your wedding, we flew back to Maine for another wedding. No, you did. We did. It was actually in New Hampshire, but Portland was the closest airport. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Back to back weddings. And while at your wedding, we went to, we went somewhere. Oh, uh, uh, the LL Bean store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ran into my cousin who was buying shoes for his wedding the next weekend. So that was oh a cousin's wedding, the one that the other yeah. one. Totally the, weird. Wow. That's crazy. It's a small yeah. state. I mean, I yeah, it was very strange. So um anyway, we got married. Yeah. So you guys got <laughs> married at the courthouse. So we did. You guys I was expecting you to show up and be like all like whatever, like because you were so not I wanna say blase, but you were very like matter of fact of like, we're getting married. We wanted you guys to know, period. So then the day of how was your did you change were there emotion we shifts? were very very nervous as you know what happened that you went from like this is just so paperwork. what, what yeah. happened was so your first psycho of all, friend brooke made I was a big say, deal first of all like people showed up <laughs> so suddenly it was like a thing i forced uh, in that i was the flower girl <laughs> she she looked lovely it's adorable um but what really happened was, so, you know, we, we dressed nice and everything because we wanted to, like, take a couple of pictures and look good. But we showed up at the courthouse. And I don't know if you remember, but it was filled with people getting married, like some of them in, like, wedding dresses, like actual wedding dresses. Really? With, like, oh my bridal God. parties. It was so ex- at the courthouse? exciting. I've never <gasps> been to a courthouse wedding before yeah. and it's first of all it's beverly hills so it's right it was the beverly hills courthouse yeah. so i'm sure everyone from southern california that wants like a quick like you know like like we're gonna do this at the courthouse go to the beverly hills Why one not? because it's beautiful and it's it like, was nice so you know when you walk in you know it's mostly a government building right yeah you're you it it's looks like the outside the of floor. a courtroom yeah. yeah but like you look like you're in the outside of a courtroom but it's filled with people who are dressed up to get married and like we had put on like shirts and jackets. I think I wore a tie. I have pictures somewhere. Um, <laughs> Miguel probably wore a tie. I hate wearing ties. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was like women in wedding dresses and like girls and like, you know, there, there were actual like wedding parties there. It was awesome. It was wow. so much fun. You just walked up. You could you have feel a time? the energy. You had an, an appointment. Yeah, you, you, you have had an appointment. You know, you, 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 know okay. you go yeah. and get your license the week before and then they yeah. tell you when People to show up. Pictures. And, but suddenly like, dawned on us that this was like a thing <laughs> you know i before then we thought okay we're morons apparently and don't know anything <laughs> so we thought we were going to show up and sign like a piece of paper and that was going to be like that was the wedding but Have it turns out it that that's TV? not how it works no not at a courthouse i don't know where i wasn't paying attention because i was gay and didn't expect to be getting married <laughs> and didn't believe in marriage so i was like whatever not paying uh, i wasn't i wasn't paying a lot of attention but okay. So we got super nervous when we saw the people who were really getting married. And then we got super, super nervous when the judge came out and she was a character to yes. say the least. Yeah. She was basically like the Beverly Hills judge, Judy. She was this tiny wonderful. skinny woman who like made all these weird gestures with her hands. And was like, come, come into my courtroom. Well, you think like, who's the judge you stick with that gig? Yeah, you right. You want to give the grumpy person. You I want mean, to find the person that's like into fun. this. She had yeah. like four eye lifts or something too. Like they, it, it was Beverly a, Hills. It was man. Beverly Hills. Yeah. So we also weren't expecting. So you know, you go in and they they put you like under. I want to say a chuppah, but There's it's not like a an altar. It's like a, a, a to the side. They had a, a table of like a fake, fake cake. Fake cake and fake bouquet that you could like use and hold if you wanted something like to take props. pictures. It was yeah. really sweet. They have all this stuff. But you government get, like, money well spent. You you get married under this like what is that? Like a trellis basically with yeah, like fake okay. flowers on yeah. it. And what we weren't expecting, because we're morons, 
is that they were going to make us recite stuff like that, like we were going to do vows. Like, so they just have like preset vows. So we were cracking up the entire time. I'm taking a thousand pictures, by the way. Yeah. And there's video. I'm like fucking paparazzi. Mm -hmm. And like, we hadn't discussed vows or anything. And so, you know, you're making these promises to each other that like we have not discussed. (laughs) So like what? Like the normal vows, but like I, I don't know. I don't believe in any of this shit. So I'm like saying all these things that like. Meanwhile, I'm like crying. You said it in front of a judge. I know, and like sign stuff. Uh, it's all very official. Um, she was insane, but very, very, very nice. She kept confusing which one of us was which, which was really fun. Um, <laughs> we spent most of it laughing, pretty much, like because it was hilarious yeah you did have big grins on your faces i mean it was which i so liked funny. because up until then you were so nervous yes. that i was like are you even enjoying this yeah we were just gonna vomit everywhere i am worried <laughs> yeah and like i'm excited for all like everyone in the room was like besides us like every other bridal party was just like amped oh yeah, yeah and you no. guys were like what are it's almost like, like i have regrets doing? i was like Why oh my god what's gonna happen what's gonna happen <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, it was very strange, Um, but we did laugh through the entire thing and it was, it wound up being super fun. Yeah. I'm glad, Mm. you know what? I'm glad that, um, Miguel's brother came out too. That was really sweet. It -hmm. was a chaotic, wacky. And the best part was, was you, again, you were very insistent that I not miss a lot of work because it was such a last minute thing. So I cut out of work, put on a dress, drove down to Beverly Hills, you know, was the flower girl slash photographer slash bridesmaid and then she went back and to then work. i went back to work you just took a long lunch yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was oh like oh my gosh because <laughs> you were like no, no no go back to work it's fine we weren't really doing anything uh, miguel's brother was staying at the london and west hollywood and we went like went up to the roof and had some food and drinks or whatever and then we went out for dinner later but yeah that, that was like our wedding there was no there was no anything else yeah we did then have a housewarming which, which was like served you're not as our allowed to call a reception. It was not and a Michael reception. Michael gets very, very upset. Angry. It was not our wedding. I did it, it was twice, our housewarming. and I got. Scolded. Oh, everyone does. All of our friends. All of our <laughs> friends are like, "Oh, wait, your wedding?" And I'm like, "You were not at my wedding, bitch. I was. You, you should. Were. You should have bulldozed your way in like yeah. me. I don't know social norms. I will show up at your wedding. Brooke, Brooke just comes. No invitation needed. <laughs> if a listener ever questioned my love of weddings. <laughs> The fact that you show up to ones you're not invited to? Yes. Perfect. So good. She loves weddings. No denying. Oh my God. It was such a great day. Um, Fun fact. My, I don't have many pictures of myself looking normal. It's mostly all my pictures are like me just making stupid faces or I'm kind of like tipsy at a party. Yes. And I was trying to find a photo to put on my LinkedIn profile. And just is from it one from our wedding? Your wedding. <laughs> it's one of the few times oh, wow. where I'm in a dress but sober. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's actually a really good point. You were so, I mean, it was the middle of the day. The middle of the day, go back to work. I mean, not, that, not, not that middle of the day matters to Brooke, but she was going back to work. She was going back to work. He makes a good point. We've day sober drank at work. enough together. Yes. 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 Weekends, weekends are weekends. Yeah, it's fine. It's my time. I'm an adult. Yes. <laughs> amazing. Oh my God. That was amazing. Oh, good. So that was part one of our interview slash podcast episode with Michael Barrett. And um, now we're back to give you guys some bridal breaks just because we didn't want to leave you hanging this week. So um, I got Pam on the phone. Hey, Pammy. Hey. First of all, for all of our new listeners, let me explain. A bridal break is um, just suggestions we give to brides and anyone working on weddings for fun things to do to just kind of step away from actually working on wedding related stuff. Enjoy your life. Do these cool things. That way, when you go back to dealing with invitations and vendors and all that stuff, you are a little bit more uh, zen about the whole crazy process. So um, I'll go first. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. My bridal break is a podcast called Dear Sugars. Um, It's produced by the New York Times and WBUR, which is Boston's NPR station. Um, It's hosted by two people, Steve Almond, who's um, a writer who originally did this uh, Dear Sugar article, or I guess series for this website called the rumpus.net. And then he started a podcast with it with his friend. um, And I guess like colleague, her name is Cheryl Strand. And you might know her because she is the writer who wrote the book wild. Remember the book um, with the like hiking boots on the cover that eventually turned into a Reese Witherspoon movie? 
about like hiking through the Pacific, the mountains, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So that writer and her, her, um, friend, Steve, they have this podcast called deer sugars. And it's basically shockingly, since we do advice here, I love advice articles. I love like Dan Savage and dear Abby and all that stuff. So this is another, another awesome podcast that gives wonderful advice. What's really kind of fun about them is that, well, I guess not fun, but really different from like, you know, how we're just kind of I mean, we, we try to give good advice, but we also were laughing a lot. We're joking or whatever. They, for the most part, take this very seriously. So they have really like soothing voices and they genuinely like care about the answers they give. And people are asking like very difficult life questions. So if you ever feel like you need to kind of like take kind of a more of a Zen approach to like having a moment, maybe you're cleaning your apartment or, you know, you're going on a walk and you want to kind of like be a little more deep and spiritual. These people are great. They have like really good advice and they're very mindful and thoughtful. I just really enjoy their podcast. So it's called Dear Sugars. And the latest one that I heard, um, they had Oprah on as a guest. And I was like, what the fuck? But it makes sense because that wild book that Cheryl Strand wrote was one of Oprah's like book club books. So of course they're fucking friends. I'm like, what a great get. (laughs) So anyway, Dear Sugars, um, it's a podcast. I'll make sure to link it, but it's super fun and I love it. What is your bridal break? My boozy bridal break of the day, it's called Strawberry Lemonade, but of course it's got booze in it. What? (laughs) Right. Um, It is white wine, some frozen lemonade, some frozen strawberries, some rum. This came off the Tasty uh, website, so you know it's good. Yeah. And it's super refreshing, um, and I love it. So... That sounds great in July, man. That's like ideal. Sweet. But yeah, great summer drink. That sounds awesome. Right on, dude. So Pam, that's the end of the episode, man. All right. But uh, where can people find us, Pamela? They can find us on weddingconfessionals.com. Yes, they can. Um, they can also, um, if you're trying to make sure that you are getting every episode on your podcast provider, you can hit subscribe on iTunes, hit follow on Podbean, hit subscribe or the plus button on Google Play, hit the add to playlist on Stitcher, or for Player FM, you just hit subscribe. If you want to follow us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or our half-ass Pinterest page, um, you can get all that information and more at WeddingConfessionals.com. WeddingConfessionals.com is also where you can go to find out how to email, phone call, or leave us uh, a message that doesn't require any of your personal information. All of that at WeddingConfessionals.com. So send us your stories or um, your questions and we'll give you some advice. So um, Pammy... Thanks for uh, hopping on the phone and doing this random bridal break with me. (laughs) I love it. Always here. (laughs) All right. So um, we will see you guys next week with part two of um, our podcast with Michael Barrett. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. Or you can email us at WeddingConfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434 434- Nine three three two six six three. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.